Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. He's back. Ryan. We know what's going on here. We know you're trying to each other. What? No. Africa for a reason. You and your sister. You're crazy. Oh, yeah?
their son and Ryan. so much in common because we grew up together. You and Columbia we'll and Dark Rose. And will you make me the happiest brother? Dad! Get off of him! I love him! Yes, that is Mr. WCW Chad Inchall Folgers in your cup, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just say how I will be playing that clip again here in just a few minutes here. We welcome you to what is a very special, if you will, edition of Revolution, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, filling in for Mr. WCW himself, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chad Hinshaw for the time being, the Ice Manager, DJ Almo, 1-605-562-0444, caller ID 138055 pound. You can join us right now. Of course, joining me live right now is the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, we welcome you, of course, as always. And, of course, the soul man himself, Justin Lewis Fleming, and what will be a very special, unique night, however, tonight, as we will be talking about last night's Monday Night Raw, ladies and gentlemen. And it was a very... Oh, by, oh, by, oh, oh, J -J -D. Oh, by the way, J.D., um... Go ahead, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Well, as we said, folks, got we've got a lot to talk talk about, so let's get into the news right now, ladies and gentlemen. A lot going down. Of course, as you know, NXT is being taken place, ladies and gentlemen, tonight up, with AJ Styles. Nothing was going on. And right now, we can tell you now, ladies and gentlemen, however, that right now there are two matches that have been signed, ladies and gentlemen, however, that will be coming up, however, on January 4. First off, we understand in two weeks, Tommaso Ciampa will face in Braun Breaker for the NXT Championship on the first show of 2022, which will take place on January 4. In addition to that, however, if you will, however, as a result, however, we now understand that Raquel Gonzalez, however, will be taking on Core Jade, however, if you will, and Dakota Kai in a triple threat match, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, a triple threat match for New Year's Evil. So, those two matches now have been made official, ladies and gentlemen. And as a result, let's just say Tommaso Ciampa, however, had plenty to say to Mr. Braun Breaker tonight about his match coming up in New Year's Evil. And let's just say, here's the comments that were reached. Actually, we don't have that clip right now. Let's see if we can try to get a sound on it here. Let's see if we can hear this one. Well... We don't hear that one either, but we do hear this one. Okay, we don't hear that one either. Well, all I know is we know that Tommaso Ciampa slapped Braun Breaker, and that's the same Andy Rose was looking mighty fine in a Christmas outfit that had everyone oogling, if you will. So let's just say very interesting developments going on there as far as the show coming up on January 4. In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, AJ Styles will be on the show later this evening to confront Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller, as you know, last week, ladies and gentlemen, had a few things to say. 
if you will, about the show. Uh, sorry about that, folks. Anyway, had quite a bit to say as far as that goes. However, if you will, last week, and let's just say the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, however, will answer his challenge, if you will. Meanwhile, some other news going on, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, of course, ladies and gentlemen. We understand, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that, believe it or not, however, that last night, however, there was some intensity backstage, if you will, at Monday Night Raw in Milwaukee. As a result, we'll talk more about that here in just a few moments. Meanwhile, however, if you will, the viewership for last night's show was not that strong going from 1.574 last week to 1.553. They posted a 0.3 rating with 495,000 viewers, and it was the second lowest rating in the series history, and slightly down from the 0.39 rating for the prior episode. However, the ESPN Monday Night Football game, however, if you will, however, scored 7.32 million viewers and a rating of 2.14. Meanwhile, the game between the Browns and the Raiders was second on the night, with a 1.55 rating, however, and 5.86 million viewers. That game, of course, saw, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, however, some interesting developments go on as far as that goes, however. As you know, the Browns, of course, last night, of course, had their um, playoff hopes dwindle, if you will, however, after up 10 nothing at one point, however, down 10 nothing at one point, tried to rally, however, to beat the Raiders. But the Raiders on the last play of the game, however, won with a game-winning field goal and hurt the Browns' playoff hopes in the process, winning 16-14. to Derek Carr, of course, finished the night 25-3 for the Raiders for 230 in the air, while third-string quarterback Nick Mullins filling in for Baker Mayfield and Case Keem, who both tested for COVID earlier this week, however, along with Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, Javon Clowney, and the rest of the Browns, didn't have too bad of a night himself. He finished the night, however, 20-30 for a buck 47. Meanwhile, in the rushing game, however, Josh Jacobs had 15 carries for 52 yards, an average of three and a half per carry. Nick Chubb, 23 carries, 91 yards for four yards per carry to uh, lead the Browns, if you will. But it was five turnovers. That's right, five turnovers, let's just say, by the Raiders, however, that did them almost in. Nevertheless, however, the Raiders still pulled it out, if you will, with a close shave of a win. Meanwhile, we got action going on tonight in the NFL right now as we speak, and we have an update on the games that are going on right now as we speak. First off, in Washington, D.C., Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles are taking on the Washington football team, John's team. However, right now it is midway through the second half, if you will. The Eagles are leading 17-10 to in that game. Miles Sanders has had quite the night for the Eagles, crushing 16 times for a buck 23 with no touchdowns. Meanwhile, however, Matthew Stafford is keeping the L.A. Rams' chances alive, however, for clinching a playoff spot, and right now they are tied with Seattle late in the third period at SoFi Stadium, 10-10. to Meanwhile, this Thursday night, of course, San Francisco will be taking on Tennessee, if you will, on Thursday night football in Nashville, if you will. San Francisco is coming off a win against the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday in San Francisco, 31-13, while Tennessee is coming off a tough loss where they turned over the uh, ball Jenny, four times against Jenny, the can interrupt you for a minute? Just a second, Justin. Uh, anyway, as a result, the Titans, of course, as a result, however, are hoping to get back in the playoff chase, if you will, however, with a win against San Francisco. 
Meanwhile, in NHL action tonight, the NHL was supposed to have a plethora of games tonight, but now that is not going to be the case, Howard. And there's only one game on the docket as of now, and it will be the only game on the docket, at least until Monday. As a result, Howard, earlier today, however, the NHL announced Howard, that they were announcing some of their players from different countries will be skipping the Beijing games coming up in February. Also, other games, however, that were supposed to be played tonight, New Jersey and Pittsburgh, Carolina and Boston, St. Louis, Ottawa, Washington and Philadelphia, as well as Winnipeg, Nashville, Florida, Chicago, all have been postponed tonight due to COVID outbreaks. As a result, the NHL announced earlier today they will be shutting down the league at least until Monday for the time being, however, and could be back to work as early as Monday, however, but nothing is definite as of right now. Meanwhile, however, as we said, how are some other outbreaks going on, of course, not only in the NHL, but in the NBA as well. Earlier tonight, Howard Washington and Brooklyn canceled their game, if you will, Howard, but there is other action going on tonight as we speak. And right now, the Miami Heat are leading the NAF Pacers late in the third period, 79-61. While in late night action, we will see the Phoenix Suns, one of the hottest teams in the West, taking on the L.A. Lakers. However, Commissioner Adam Silver did say earlier this afternoon that the NBA will not shut down right now due to the outbreaks there as well. But they will tell teams, however, they could be shifting game times as far as Saturday's games go. Now, here are the games that are set to be played on Saturday. It will be Boston at Milwaukee, Golden State at Phoenix, Brooklyn at L.A., however, and also Atlanta in New York as well as Dallas in Utah. But nothing is definite, however, on whether or not those games will go on as scheduled as of now. Adrian Wojciechowski also reported this afternoon, however, that Commissioner Silver will make the decision either tomorrow or Thursday on whether or not those games will be played, however, on Christmas or not. Of course, we will continue to update you with this story. Meanwhile, however, getting back to uh, the, uh, like I said, our ratings of last night's uh, Monday night disaster in Milwaukee, ladies and gentlemen. As we said, it was not a very good night in Milwaukee. We will tell you about the actual numbers itself, however, ladies and gentlemen, as you know. And here is the number, however, in case you are curious, ladies and gentlemen, however, as we will be talking about that. Of course, they scored, as we told you, 1.553. The first hour did 1.60. Hour two came close to the same number. Well, hour number three dip tower with a 1.45 and if someone can turn that down please that would be great thank you very much however is a year ago at this time however raw delivered 1.69 million viewers coming out of the tlc pay-per-view as well if you will however and uh like i said we are of course uh are here at uh episode number uh i believe uh i do not know what episode we're on right now Thank you very much there. Anyway, we will be hearing from our historian, Mr. John Gross, here in just a few minutes, however, with the birthdays and dates, however. We want to remind you that tomorrow night, Revolution will be on. However, back in the captain's chair will be Mr. WCW himself, Mr. Chad Hinshaw. Of course, also tomorrow night, we got an exciting show for you coming up, ladies and gentlemen, from Greensboro, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, AEW Dynamite from the legendary Coliseum will be on the the docket, ladies and gentlemen, and boy, oh boy, you talk about a great lineup tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, in Greensboro. Here are the matches that you will see tomorrow night, however, on Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen, for the holiday show. Orange Cassidy will take on Adam Cole, baby. 
Malachi Black, the dangerous Malachi Black, will take on Griff Garrison of the Varsity Blondes, looking to get payback after Malachi Black spit mist in the face of Julia H.A.R.T. just a few weeks ago. Dr. Britt Baker and Tony Schiavone will host a Christmas party. Nyla Rose will take on Ruby Soho in a TNT tournament semifinal match. That should be very interesting. The winner will go on to face the winner of Thunder Rosa, Jay Cargill, next week. In two weeks in the final, however, mind you, however, like I said, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. And, of course, we got an exciting six-person tag that no doubt will steal the show. It will be CM Punk, Sting, and Darby Allen taking on MJF, Dax and Cash of FTR. And there is word going around, ladies and gentlemen, that Kyle O'Reilly, yes, the former NXT Undisputed Era member, Killer Kyle O'Reilly, will be making his Greensboro and AEW debut tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, in North Carolina. In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, what a lineup we got for you on Christmas night, how as far as Rampage goes, that will be taped on tomorrow night's show, and it will be airing Saturday night at 9 p.m. on TNT. It will be Hook taking on Bear Bronson, a bear country, if you will. And yes, the Spanish god, Sammy Guevara, the TNT champion, who has been in the news as of late because of uh, an ongoing issue, however, with one of his fellow competitors, however, will take on the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, for the TNT championship. And yes, folks, that promises to be a barn burner in itself tomorrow night. Now, as we told you, next Wednesday night, we're supposed to be in Jacksonville at Daly's Place and in two weeks at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. Right now, that is still a go as of now, but that could change. Of course, we will continue to watch and let you know if anything changes. But we can tell you right now, tickets for both shows are still on sale, plus the big Battle of the Belt show coming up in Charlotte, the Bojangles Coliseum, two weeks from Saturday on January 8th. And then, of course, three weeks from tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, from the PNC Arena in Raleigh, North Carolina, AEW comes to you live from North Carolina State University. That should be a fantastic show, ladies and gentlemen. Don't you dare miss it coming up three weeks from tomorrow night. Anyway, folks, as we said, we're going to get into some more news right now however, here on the show. As you know, of course, uh, here is the news to let you know what's going on. Earlier today, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we understand Buff Bagwell did have some comments to say, ladies and gentlemen, about an incident that occurred back in 2001, ladies and gentlemen. We do want to thank our friends at 411 Mania for supplying these stories, however, but here is the story as of right now. Of course, as you know, our first story comes to us from Jeffrey Harris of 411 Mania, and of course, here is the story. As previously reported, last Friday's AEW Rampage saw some nice gains about the key demo and viewership, however, as well as ratings. The show had a 29% increase in the key demo ratings for the 0.23. It ranked number 7 in the ratings for cable originals on Friday night, and the news had AEW President Tony Khan smiling in a good mood earlier today. He thanked the fans on Twitter by saying the following, Thank you to the fans who made Hashtag AW Rampage a top 10 show on cable number 7 last Friday. In just 48 hours Wednesday will be the holiday bash with AEW Dynamite, and we aim to continue a great streak of Dynamite in the top 5. I think it will be one of our best cards ever. However, don't you dare miss the holiday bash this Wednesday night. Well, I can honestly say after what we saw last week with Winners Coming, which wasn't a bad show, but a mixed show, I can honestly say I think this week's show, from what Tony Khan's telling us, folks, it promised to be an exciting show down there in Greensboro coming up tomorrow night. Meanwhile, another story from Jeffrey Harris, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, has this posted, Howard. According to uh, reports, Hall of Famer Rikishi posted on Twitter, however, late last night, noting his support for his younger brother, the late former star Umaga, a.k.a. Eddie Fatu. Rikishi tweeted on Umaga late last night slash early this morning the following, 
I feel it's long overdue. Hashtag Umaga, class of 2022. What you say, WWE Universe? Should my brother go in this year? Hashtag Umaga, class of 2022. Well, to answer your request, answer your question, Rikishi, yes, I do think he has a chance to go in. Will he go in is the question. That remains to be seen. But we will continue to watch this very story, story and let you know if anything changes. That being said, of course, we will let you know if anything comes of it. Now, some other stories, ladies and gentlemen, however, of course, also coming from 4LM Mania, however, comes to us from our good friends, however, at 4LM Mania, and this is the story right now. In an interview with Who the Fork Are These Guys podcast, however, Buff Bagwell recently criticized good old JR for his brief stint in WWE during the WCW that took place back in 2001. Bagwell, who lost his mother earlier this year, had plenty to say about this last weekend in the podcast, and among the highlights here is what he had to say. On whether or not JR was the cause of him getting released from WWE, Buff said the following. If he didn't like me, he did his job and fired me, why did I have heat with him? But if you had a guy that called you up and said, don't come to these shows and act like my mother to get me out of them, now you've cost me millions of dollars and you're just a bleeping liar. The facts are here, this. He called me up, told me to stay home. God, me and him were the only three witnesses I have, and who are they going to believe? They're going to believe him, obviously. It put me in a bad situation. I truly people believing that my mom was calling them up power and saying all this stuff, however, to WWE after they had treated me this way. I said, why would I want to fight Booker T with 20 bleeping staples in my head and take off three house shows when you're trying to make it into the other scene? Meanwhile, Bagwell was told this, however, by JR over the phone, however, about the incident in general. I remember this was a couple days, however, after the Monday night incident in Tacoma, and I saw it in my house, without a soul in it, in my big, beautiful $2 million mansion, and I got a phone call from JR. He goes, hey, Buff, I want you to know that we have big plans for you this coming Monday. He says, exactly, we have big plans for you coming up on Monday in Atlanta. We just want you to take this weekend off and heal up good and get your head healed up, and we'll see you in Atlanta. Unfortunately, that never was the case. As a result, however, they fired me and told me not to even bother to show up whatsoever. So you can imagine Buff is still a little bitter about that, if you will. Also, as we told you, Buff lost his mother earlier this summer. Meanwhile, however, another story following from 411 Me before we get to John's birthdays and dates, and we'll get to John in just a few minutes on that, however. As previously reported, the tag team of AJ Styles and Omos, however, came to an end last night on WWE Raw. Things broke down after their match with the Mysterious and Omos refused to tag in, let alone high-five AJ Styles. According to a report by Russell Votes, however, almost eventually dropped AJ with a gorilla press, however, and afterwards, however, said that they were speeding up the plans for the tag team duo to split up. Sources indicate now that both uh, competitors, however, have a plan in the new year coming up in 2022. As a result, some people think, however, that both will enter the Royal Rumble and also compete at WrestleMania possibly next April in Dallas. Of course, we will continue to update you with this story, but Russell Vogt said this, however, as of now, what they got planned for both of these guys, however. It feels like they sped up the split, however, and it's because they did. As a result, sources are now saying, however, that both of these guys will go at it one-on-one with each other this coming next Monday in Detroit Rock City, however, on Monday Night Raw, however, to start to build more tension between the two of them. This has been a plan in the works for some time, however, and sources say how that both superstars have plans for both of these guys coming up in the new year. Whether or not, how it's a one-off match, however, or they're going to start off their feud, however, and continue their feud, however, after this next Monday remains to be seen heading into the Rumble and beyond. Of 
course, we will continue to update you with this story. Some other news, however, if you will, however, another story, however, comes to us, however, from our same friend Jeffrey Harris, who says this, however. Tuesday, Wrestling Tuesday, recently spoke to superstar Natalia earlier today, who discussed Liv Morgan finally getting a chance against Becky Lynch and working with her as of late in training. As a result, Natty had plenty to say this about Liv Morgan, however, earlier today. Here's what Natty had to say. To me, there's a lot of people that have deserved a chance for a long time. Liv has been in the company for over six years, and she isn't somebody that's brand spanking new, not brand spanking new onto the scene. She's not debuting or not even making her first showing. This is a woman that has been there for a long time and has been fighting for an opportunity, fighting for a chance, and I can appreciate some of the women that got more opportunities, like the four horsewomen, or you know when Ronda Rousey was here. Obviously, she's got a lot of opportunities, and I think that's great, Howard. All the power to them. If you get an opportunity, Howard, you would be an idiot to turn it down. She went on to say, it's really nice to see when you see other women get an opportunity. Other women also getting a chance to rise to the occasion to do something amazing. So needless to say, I'm very proud of her. Now, on whether working at the dungeon, how and whether Liv uh, was accepted at the dungeon, Natty went on to say this. A lot of really talented men and women come and train with us. Liv, of course, was one of them. I was just proud to see her put her skills to the test. A lot of things she's been working on in the dungeon, and she did in her match, of course, a week ago with Becky as they did close the show. That being said, however, I'm looking forward to seeing them, how I continue to uh, have an interesting program with one another, and of course, we'll see what happens coming up at day one when these two get it on one more time. So there you go, folks. Some very interesting developments there. Now, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to turn it over to the birthdays and dates, however, ladies and gentlemen, with, of course, a very special person, however, who was also going to be on the air with the human suplex machine, ladies and gentlemen. So with that said, however, we are waiting to hear from him shortly. But if we uh, do not hear from this person, however, we hope to hear from, of course, our, our special uh, person that will be uh, calling in shortly. And Justin, as I said, we will get to you in just a few minutes. So, John, if you could give us the birthdays and dates right now, if you're on with us right now, Please go right ahead. We'd like to hear from you as far as that goes. So by all means, go right ahead. Okay, apparently John is not with us yet. But we do want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, that Wolfpack will be on this Thursday night, 138521-POUND, ladies and gentlemen. And also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget the final Raw Radio of 2021 will be with us, ladies and gentlemen, however, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, coming up uh, this Monday, 138744-POUND. Be sure to check that out. Also, ladies and gentlemen, congratulations goes out to the following people. Joni Mitchell, of course, Barry Gordy, and yes, Bette Miller, who will be honored at the Kennedy Center honors tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, in the nation's capital. This is a very extreme honor for these people. Also, Lauren Michaels of SNL, the legendary uh, TV uh, uh, Big Wig, however, for the last 45, 50 years, however, will be honored with his fellow competitors and fellow nominees tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, in the nation's capital. Okay. Well, we are waiting patiently, ladies and gentlemen. It is 20 minutes after 9, however, of course, as you know, we are going to talk... Well, also, like I said, how I congratulate a, a friend of ours here on WCW uh, US uh, Revolution. How 
our king from uh, Kings, ladies and King of the Bureau, Gerard T. Smith, who, ladies and gentlemen, earlier today found out he won a trophy award, however, like out the wazoo. As a result, however, he did, of course, win those, however, earlier today, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, at the GSWI Awards as the International Champion, Undefeated Champion of the Year, ladies and gentlemen, Undefeated Single Star of the Year, ladies and gentlemen. Also, he, of course, was the big winner, ladies and gentlemen, of some other big awards that happened earlier today. So we want to congratulate him on these major awards. Well-deserved, however, to say the very least. Like I said, of course, we're also going to talk about uh, the Women's Match of the Year, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, John, of course, has that up right now, Gross and Stoffelis Wrestling Incorporated. Also, the WWE Champion of the Year, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, uh, we will uh, tell you about this uh, right now. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, on the State Tower and Wrestling TV, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you, of course, a lot went down. And I believe now we are being joined, of course, ladies and gentlemen, how are, uh, by one of our colleagues here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see if we have him on the line with us right now. And that is the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Uh, hopefully, John is with us, ladies and gentlemen. Let us also bring in the soul man, Justin Lewis, flowing right now. Justin, uh, sorry about that. We are here with you now, of course. Uh, hopefully, we'll be hearing uh, from uh, John and, of course, our, our esteemed colleague here relatively shortly. Yeah. Uh, we do have, of course, we're going to give you an update of what's going on in NXT, ladies and gentlemen, right now. Uh, first off, of course, we can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, earlier tonight, of course, ladies and gentlemen, in a street fight, Dakota Kai took on Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez did win that match, ladies and gentlemen. Also, ladies and gentlemen, the Creed Brothers took on the Grizzled Young Veterans. Uh, it ended in a double disqualification. Dexter Loomis took on Trick Williams, if you will. Dexter Loomis wins that one, ladies and gentlemen. Also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, let's just say how our, uh, you saw what happened, of course. Oh, uh, J- JD, Chad, yes. Chad wanted me to tell you, um, uh, he told me to tell you um, to, um, to log back in himself so he can log in. Okay. Well, we'll do that right now. No problem. We can do that. Okay. I am doing that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, bear with us here. We are trying to get through this uh, very quickly here. Okay. Okay, hold on a second. We're getting things going here, folks. If we do have a tech, we are experiencing. There we go. I think we got it now. Okay, there we go. I think Chad's with us now. Chad, are you with us?
I, we do not hear him, unfortunately. We do not hear him. Do we have a mod? Listen here, hear me? Talk to me? Yeah, you can hear me fine. I mean, I'm here. I, I don't you. hear Chad. I don't hear John. Uh, tell Chad I'm on right now, but I cannot hear him, unfortunately. I don't know if we've heard from John yet. Okay. So, uh, like I said, uh, John, we cannot hear you, unfortunately. And we're going to be hearing from the human suplex machine here in just a few minutes here, ladies and gentlemen. We also want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, that, of course, uh, coming up, of course, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, of course, join the Power Hour, ladies and gentlemen, or outside the ropes, 141387-pound, ladies and gentlemen, at 6.30 p.m. with Mr. WCW himself, ladies and gentlemen. And right now, we do have, apparently, the human suplex machine now finally on with us, ladies and gentlemen, John Gross. John, we welcome you to, of course, another edition of Revolution, of course. As uh, I understand, you have some birthdays and dates to report for us, so we will be hearing from you shortly. Uh, believe it or not, we are also experiencing, also hopefully, be hearing from Mr. WCW himself, ladies and gentlemen, as well. So we will be hearing from JD, uh, John, um Chad said he, he, he can't log in at, at the same time as you. Okay, uh, well... Um, I don't know what we're going to do then. Apparently, unless you want me to... Hang up the phone and then call back in and then he can take over. Is that the case? Maybe, perhaps? Uh, I think so. Alright, tell him I'll do that right now. And folks, we'll be back in a few minutes as we will continue this uh, show in a few minutes. If John comes on, tell him to sit tight. Right back. Hello? Hello? Hey, John. Where's JD? John? Yeah? Uh, 
you left. All right, John, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, Justin, I know you're there. Uh, let's go to you for birthdays and dates however, while we're waiting for Chad. However, Chad should be joining us shortly. Let's hear what you got for our birthdays and dates. All right. All right. Two thousand nine TNA wrestling take their special New Year's Eve knockout. Event from the Impact Zone, Impact Zone that aired on New Year's Eve. The hook for the show was a one-night knockouts tournament with the winner challenging for the TNA Knockouts Championship. The tournament was won by ODB. 2010 WWE takes SmackDown at the AT&T Center in San Antonio, Texas with an unusual main event. In a handicap match, John Cena defeated Dolph Ziggler and Vicky Guerrero. In 2015, WWE presented the Slammy Up Awards on an episode of Raw, with the Superstar of the Year Award going to Seth Rollins and the Usos taking the tag Team of the Year. Happy 30th birthday to Otis. Happy 36th birthday to Oni Lorcan. Happy 38th birthday to Wes Briscoe. Happy 39th birthday to Primo. Happy 60th birthday to Dale, Dale Wilk, and happy, today would have been the 72nd birthday of Ron Bass. Yes, thank you very much, Sean, and I do have some more birthdays to report here on this December 21st, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as far as birthdays go, however, uh, certainly, however, let's take a look at them very quickly, however, uh, also, happy birthday goes out to Samuel L. Jackson, turning 73 today. Happy birthday goes out to, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Kiefer Sutherland, turning 55. Happy birthday, of course, goes out to Ray Romano, 64. Also, happy birthday, of course, as you mentioned, was Whoa. Otis, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Flo Joe, of course, Florence Griffith Jr., born 1959, however, would have been celebrating a birthday today. While in the Entertainment World, Sing was released on this day in 2016, Aquaman 2018. Cheaper by the Dozen, starring Steve Martin, Eugene Levy, and Bonnie Hunt, released in 2005. Bumblebee was released in 2008. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs in 1937. Uh, Kindergarten Cop, sorry, Arnold Schwarzenegger, released in 1990 on this date. Uh, Gerard Butler, P.S. I Love You with uh, Hilary Swank. Uh, Leslie Mann and Paul Rudd started Business Boy in 2012. Girl Interrupted, sorry, Winona Ryder, of course, released in 1999. Reason why, the reason why you heard my is because yeah. Philadelphia played in Yeah, I guess Yes, we'll get an update on that. Thank you very much there, John. Uh, Patriots Day Star Mark Wahlberg in 2016. A Beautiful Mind was released on this date with Russell Crowe in 2001. And National, uh, like I said, however, like I said, however, like I said, however, was released in 2007. So there you go. So 
some interesting interesting things that happened there. Now, uh, as we said, folks, however, we're going to take a pause for the cause here in just a few minutes. I think we have an idea why, like I said. Like I said, huh? Like I said, let's see. We're, we're going to try to get this uh, done here, so hold on a second here, folks. Like I said, however, we're going <clears> to... <throat> Just give us a minute here, folks. We're going to talk about Monday Night Raw here in just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get everyone's thoughts however, as far as what happened last night, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, however. So, uh, like I said here, just uh, like I said, however. Uh, we're going to. Like I said, I'm just. Uh, uh, like I said, uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, guys. I mean, like I said, Anyway, we're going to get everyone's thoughts about Monday Night Raw, of course. Uh, John, I know you talked about it last night, however, on your uh, post-show, however. And uh, we're going to get everyone's thoughts there, so uh, we appreciate that, like I said. Uh, some other news, as John said, of course, uh, the, right now we got some interesting games going on uh, in the NFL right now. John's boys, of course, as we said, John was uh, growling on that one because of what's going on. Uh, what's happening now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we can give you an update on that game real quick, however, as well as the other game right now. It is, da, 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 da. here we go, we'll pull this up here. Right now, early in the fourth quarter, however, it is 20 to 20-17 now as Washington has gone back into the game now. Meanwhile, the L.A. Rams are up 17-10 to 10 on Seattle with seven and a half minutes to go. Matthew Stafford, of course, 21-29. Yes, I just mentioned that. Cooper Cup, of course, the big night, uh, having a big night for Los Angeles. Nine catches, 136, receiving two scores what? for the Rams so far. So, uh, no, wait, Seahawks, yeah. that can't be possible. Google, Google just, the guy from Facebook on the sports times group just said 17. Google's re- now reporting that it's 20 to 16. Can't believe yeah. that. No, it's 2017. Washington just kicked the extra point, and the Rams were up 17 to 10 wow. in the game. So there we I go. got Google right here. <laughs> it said 20 to 16. But uh, as we said, folks, of course, uh, a very unique, uh, a very unique uh-huh. show, guys. I will say, however, that tomorrow night we will see in Greensboro uh, a lot going on. However, coming up tomorrow night, if you will, uh, before we get to uh, talking about the RC. Oh, there we go, man. Answer your question, JD. There is a way to pause that for you to log off. Okay, sorry about that. 
So apparently, well, the gentleman, I apologize. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Finish your thought. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, we do apologize for what happened here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We were trying to uh, uh, get things going here, and we kind of had some technical issues, but hopefully we got much of it in. And if we didn't, we do apologize ahead of time, but we try to get as much as we can. Ladies and gentlemen, WWS Chad Hinshaw here. Uh, JD is still assuming, of course, the hosting news tonight, of course, as what we talked about on Raw Radio yesterday. However, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I'm doing my best to stay on as much as possible. I was trying to avoid coming in in this matter because my phone right now, ladies and gentlemen, is on a very limited, is on a very, at, at right now, in a very limited power range. So the thing is, is that apparently that's why I was trying to avoid doing it in this matter, and the thing is, apparently there must have, there was, well, just, and I'm just going to say for the record, just a little bit of a confusion in the, spe, in the, in these, in the special uh, moment here, of course. However, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I am, I, I am given something else, a little bit more of a thought here on it, um, and of course, as always, ladies and gentlemen, going into 2022, we need to definitely think very, very positive as far as going on, everything going on here in WCWS, of course, especially with the radio network. So therefore, like we said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <clears throat> therefore, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, what, what I am ultimately going to decide, what I'm ultimately going to do here is like as like we said, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to we are going we're going to continue the show there as best as as best as possible here. And even if I go offline, JD, John, and Justin will will maintain as much as possible because I do not have any control as to as to of course the amount of power that I have on the phone right now, and I cannot log on just as long as he is actually assuming. He's assuming, of course, he's te- he's technically on TalkShoe logged in as me. And the thing is, that's the way, and, and that's how, and that's how the arrangement was going to be made. And apparently, I was going to still go in and log in as myself, but unfortunately, that that was the little part of the confusion. However, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to give the Iceman another opportunity here, and I'm ultimately thinking about here to kind of to kind of take us off here with a a little bit of a unique twist we are going to try this plan again and this time of course i am and and we're and and then then let me be assured here ladies and gentlemen here in wcw us of course unless somebody does something absolutely despicable on any of our shows or in our groups of course jd and john know this all too well then of course I would take I wouldn't I would not I would not do anything I would not give someone another opportunity and I like giving opportunities they know me as someone that does this all too well so JD I'm going to go ahead and mention to you right now that the arrangement is that I will have 15 minutes before the start of, Revol- of of the shows, of course, every single every single night, and like I said, normally I may log in early to try to get things going so I can, we can get we can cover a lot of ground, cover a lot of things. So, but what I'm going to do is you're going to have another opportunity. But here's how we're going to do it. Next Friday, New Year's Eve, you are taking the hosting duties of Revolution. 
Okay. There you go. So you are de- December 31st, ladies and gentlemen, which will be, I would believe, episode number, uh, let me see, uh, episode 1088 of Revolution. You will be taking that episode, J.D., New Year's Eve. Um, and, and like I said, I will control the board so you won't have to worry about that was the, that was part of the plan so that you can focus on everything else. Yeah. And it just, it just did not work out that don't now JD, I ask that you, sir, please do not get upset. No. It's just that it caught me off guard. The fact that I was trying to log in and I had no idea you did it because the thing is when I heard, sorry, I've seen people talking and I heard you talk, I didn't see your box on the thing, I said, wait a minute, He, you logged in as me like you do on Mondays. Right, I right, right, right. Did, I did not know you did that. Yes. So that's what, threw, that's what threw the whole thing off. And besides what delayed me was, let's just say here, of course, uh, per one of the Monday night football games last night, I had to actually had to take the Browns to the Super Bowl. Probably there yeah, would be the right. only chance. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I, I, I did, I, but I have a surprise for you. I appreciate it. Thank you. I did, and uh, Justin knows what it is. John's going to get a laugh out of it. And we haven't played this clip yet, but let's just say it's a familiar clip that you're all too familiar with, and Justin knows where I'm going with this. We did this last year, folks. And in honor of Christmas week, this is for our beloved fearless leader. So, guys, we hope you enjoy it, though. Let's play it right now before we talk about Money Night Raw. Okay. Oh, I miss you so much. They waited up all night for you, you know. One way from West Africa. Oh, coffee. Are you something from far away? What was that? Eddie? Can, can anybody hear that? He's back. Old Talking about. We know what's going on. It's here. what? We know you're trying to f- each other. Hey. No. Oh, please. He'll tell you. Okay, because. Ryan to separate you and your sister. You're crazy. Oh, yeah? What's this? My presence. Oh. Wait a minute. That wasn't from that 70s show, was it? No. I don't know. I don't know. What it sounds like. Hold on, he'll tell you. Okay, okay. Unbelievable. Easy, cowboy. Don't fall off the horse. I'm sorry. Okay. Wanna wake up every morning to the smell of you and Folger's Colombian dark rose. Will you make me the happiest brother? Oh, God, no. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> oh, my God, no. You I did. You. Oh, you slide dog. <laughs> wow. You st- oh, crap. He brought that I back. Told you. <laughs> he, it's the blame. It's the, it's the, oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, <laughs> no wonder. And that's the reason why I met calls JD the Folgers King all the time or whatever. Oh my yeah. God! And now join us on the line is the King of Clubs, uh, King of Clubs, uh, the Peachtree State man himself, Mitt Patel. But yes, I told Mitt about this. Justin knew about this. John and you didn't know about, but that was in our view, Chad. So yes, we had Folgers the coffee commercial for Christmas. So we thought you would like that one. Oh yes, uh, well, because the thing about it is, uh, for a minute there, I tell you the truth, because you had the volume down and I couldn't hear it. Yeah. Uh, but then when I but but I had to put the speaker up to my to the my speakers in the back of the phone, and I had to put it up to my ear in order to hear it. And yeah. I said, I said, oh God. Yeah. When I when I when I heard the girl say, that's it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute! I haven't heard this thing in a year. <laughs> 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 oh my God! <laughs> Touche, JD. All I gotta say is, all I gotta say is, is is indeed touche. And before before we talk about raw guys, and I know JD, you still got the hosting dudes. I'm not trying to take it anything over. No harm. I'm trying to, but let me go ahead and throw this out. Let me throw this out. I thought I had it set up ready to go, and I must have accidentally hit the wrong buttons and all that. And no, JD, that's not what she said, so don't you dare say anything. Anyway, I'm going to be fixing this sometime after the show, or if I happen to go offline for any particular reason, and I will apologize in advance for that if it happens. That, as you know, as you just brought up talking about tomorrow night's edition of AEW Dynamite, they're calling it the Holiday Bash. Yes. Okay. Well, I decided to do a little something as a as a Christmas treat to all those who have who to to many of those who have participated in the prediction title challenges throughout 2021. I am bringing up bringing together a 16 person. And I may do even more than that. I don't know right now. I'm up to probably 16 people with this. A battle royal to determine the brand new. AEWUS Holiday Bash Champion. There you go. Most folks. votes, most votes will win the belt. Now, Mr. WWS, what's what's the surprise with this? Well, I will tell you. The remaining fifteen, and it will go and like I say, we'll go in the order of how many of of of, of, of how many votes everybody gets. Of course, you know the most votes wins the belt. That's always been the rule here, right? Okay. Well, the next in line will receive the first shot. Everybody, in other words, let me just go and put it this way: everyone is going to have that's involved in this battle royal that I put that I post on there is going to have an opportunity each week, just like what I was doing with the tag belts here for John and Justin here, is that everybody's going to have a shot at the belt. Kind of like what they, what, what they call it, the championship scramble routine. Y'all know what yeah. I'm talking about it's, with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, it's, yeah. it's going to be in that in that respect. So, uh, so nevertheless, here, like I said, whoever has the most votes, at, and this the, the voting for this battle royal is going to go on until Christmas oh, Eve. I'm going to post it. Oh, in, Bob. I'm around in the fight. <laughs> well, John, you're, John, you, J.D., and Justin are three of those that's, that I've already – that I've already locked in and for, but I've got 13 others that I was that I had put up, but for some reason it 
Facebook erased. I don't know why, but I mean, I'm going to try to put it back in here in a little bit. Anyway, anyway, like I said, most votes wins the belt. Like I said, I'm going to start the voting tonight. It's going to go on through Friday. And I'm going to start the show, ladies and gentlemen, Friday night, Christmas Eve night at 930, by the way, Eastern Time. I want them to earmark that. So so I just wanted to let you all know about it here, too, as well, because we are going to do one. It's going to be a short version. But like I'm going to start it at 930. That way we'll have time to talk about what we need to get off our chest and all that stuff and all that. And that's a very – that's a bold chest, by the way. <clears throat> anyway, uh, anyway, like I said, the, I will announce the winner of that battle royal on Friday, on Christmas Eve night, on Revolution. So it will be done before Christmas. I mean, I know it's a short notice thing, but you know how we like to uh, how we like to have a little bit of fun here. So, but I'm going to be posting that here, of course. Here, like, like I said, tonight, sometime tonight, tonight or tomorrow. And like I said, try to get as many opportunities, get as many votes as possible. And JD, why in the heck are you out? Want to consider yourself out of it? I just am. That's all. Well, Bud, I'm. Want to be fair to everybody? No, I know it's fair to everybody. I figure I'd give my spot to someone who's well, well deserving, and they can do it. You are. I never said you weren't. You are well deserving. I know, but, but someone else can take my spot. Okay. Well, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, apparently, ladies and gentlemen, that kind of a update here, J.D. Has, 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 has taken off his pants. I mean, he's taken himself out of the battle. <laughs> has taken himself out of the battle royal. So, all right. Um, that's all pretty much I've got here. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, let's now turn it back to our special Post for episode 1083 of Revolution's Case, J.D., if you did not know the episode number, it's 1083 tonight. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, but that's okay. That's okay. But like I said, that's that's why I'm here. Like I said, I'm always ready to back anybody up in case they ever need it, so don't worry about it. In the meantime here, let's go and turn it back over here to J.D., who is going to spearhead everything here about tonight's edition, I mean last night's edition, of Monday Night Raw, which, well, what I understand, some surprises, some some unsurprises, yep. but as JD would say, it was very very crappy. But of course, his word it was it was very mediocre, mediocre and uh, there you go, there you go, JD, take it back. In Milwaukee, yes, thank you very much. And, and of course, let's give you the number again: one six zero five five six two zero four four four. And I believe Mid is with us now. Mid, are you with us still? Can't hear him. He's not there. I don't see him. <clears throat> okay, apparently Mid is, I don't know if someone's going to have to keep me updated on whether or not Mid's here or not. But we can give you an update on the two games going on right now. The Rams are still leading 17-10 to 10 right now, under three minutes and Three and a half minutes to go in that one. While there's nine minutes left in the Eagles game, the Eagles are still clinging to a three-point lead in that one. Sorry about that, folks. Let me just mute that for a minute, folks. There we go. And then we heard uh, also after uh, apparently the Folgers commercial that was aired just moments ago, this was said by Chad right before the Battle Royal announcement. I'll be right back. naked dude standing next to me with a shong swinging around saying, Hey, good <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, Lord. 
There we go. Yeah. But, I, yeah, yeah. but anyway, let's uh, let's get everyone's thoughts now about Monday Night Raw. Of course, it was a very interesting show, Milwaukee. Uh, like I said, apparently AJ Styles, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, is at NXT tonight. We understand, and we're going to start off with John, of course. John, I know you have quite a bit to say. I learned to say about, uh, like I said, last night's show in Milwaukee. You did talk about it on the post show as well. That being said, let's hear what you had to say about last night's show. John, are you there? Apparently, we are trying to get John back on with us. John, are you there? Okay, while John is attempting to get back on the line, ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to turn it over to, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, who has quite a bit to discuss, however, about last night's show. So with that said, uh, let's turn it over to you, Justin. What do you have to say about last night's show? Anything that's yeah, to and, you yeah, and the, yeah. I'm back. By the way, before okay. by, by the way, before I do, um, yeah. before I do, I got something to close out the show with tonight. All right. Well, uh, we'll uh, see what we can do as far as that goes. We'll let you know if we can get it on the air or not in time. No, uh, I'm here. I'll, I'll close it out. Well, whatever happens, guys, we'll we'll take care of it. But anyway, John, I know you have a lot to talk about last night's Raw. However, that being said, please, let's hear what you have to say however, about uh, the show, please. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, I knew Miz and Maurice were going to set up Edge. I knew it was going to happen. So did we I. did talk about Raw Radio. <clears throat> I'm sorry for that. And that, too. That's what Chad said. <laughs> that, too. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, almost oh. an AJ Styles turn in. Didn't expect that. Certainly. Clearly, I clearly did not expect that happening. Yes. What about your thoughts of Finn Balor and Austin Theory and uh, also the main event with Seth and RK, uh, KO versus uh, Bobby and uh, also Big E? What would you take about that? And also no MVP at ringside, however, that match. I'm going to throw this out there. Finn Balor and, and Theory will face off at day one. Okay. And believe it or not, I don't know if you guys like me for this, but but I think I think Vince is right. I think you are going to see a top star in Austin Theory. Hmm. Yeah. No. And no. Now, I know. I'm, okay. But as far as the main event goes. Yes. As far as the main event goes. K.O. and Rollins against Biggie and Bobby Lashley. I would say that it's going to set up a nice tag team between K.O. and Rollins. Because they've had history in the past, given their war on the Universal Championship from 2016. 
and also in 2020, and at the closed show at WrestleMania, which I think was still one of the greatest night matches ever, Owens versus Rollins. But to be honest, I think Owens and Rollins could do well together as a tag team. Mm, interesting. Very good observation, John. Very good observation indeed. I'm not saying uh, one of them's going to win the WWE Championship. I'm just saying that and they could be a tag team champions or something like that. I'm not saying that one of them is going to win the title. I'm just saying that yep. they may win the tag titles. And to give you an update now, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, with under a minute to go, the Rams are still up now, up 10. Howard, 20 to 10, however. Well, in less than three and a half minutes to go, the Eagles are up 10. Which reminds me, I'm going to look at the Eagles and Redskins real quick. And it I is just, 27 to 17 now. Yes, yes, with three and a half minutes ago, I just updated that, John. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we do have an update on what happened on EW Dark uh, tonight, ladies and gentlemen. These were the matches that did occur. Matt Slidell versus Serpentico, Penelope Ford versus Willow Nightingale, Eddie Kingston versus former Job Squad member Colin Delaney, the Gun Club of Austin and Colton took on Lee Johnson and Brock Anderson, Red Velvet taking on La Rosa Negra, don't make me forget. Don't don't make don't make me forget to put a list on Gallus Gregory, okay? <laughs> okay, no problem. Yes, George Joel versus Julius Coleman, Carly Bob versus Isaiah Cassidy, Kira Hogan versus Show Lance Royal, Charlotte Renegade versus Abaddon, Bear Country versus Zach Clayton and Mike Orlando. Robin Renegade versus Brandy Rhodes, and Lucha Chase versus Sean Dean. Those were the matches you could see tonight on AEW Dark. Believe it or not. All right, uh, Justin, let's go to you now with your thoughts, Howard, about last night's show. Howard, what did you take out of last night's show, if I could ask you your opinion? Garbage, just garbage. I mean, I mean, why? I mean, I know John's going to agree with me on this. Um, you know, it really doesn't make sense for Otis, for, it was stupid booking for Otis to block the RKO from Randy Orton. Certainly. Certainly. Any other and, uh, sort of, Go ahead. Much as I don't like Seth Rollins, um, I hope he and uh, Kevin Owens take down. Um, I hope. Um, I mean, I like. I mean, I like Big E, but um, I, 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 um, I, um, I hope. Um, I, this, I think this fade for us. Tell how good I'm gonna go with. Um, Big E is my pick, and Kevin Owens is my pick to win. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, they really, I really do. They really did set up Edge last night, Miz and Maurice, and they'll pay. I hope they do. Oh, they're gonna pay, all right. Yep. Because Matt Phoenix is supposed to be on Raw, I hear. Yes, very interesting. Very good points there. Anything else? Um, I think. Let's get women's. Let's get women's stuff last night. And women. And, uh, I'm really glad that uh, Rhea Ripley beat um, Queen Zingler's ass last night. Yes. I really, really wish that uh, they dropped that superhero girl from Nikki AS and give it back to the crazy gimmick. Here, here. I agree with you guys on that. <laughs> yep. I want the real Nikki uh, Cross to come back. Yeah. 
The superhero gimmick in the summertime was pretty good, but it's just run run its course. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with you both on that. Definitely no question about it. That's my honest opinion, and I'm sticking to it. All right. And uh, anything else we got there, uh, Dustin? What'd you say? Anything else you want to add? Uh, um. I say I say that um, they they won. Um, Raw was garbage, and um, they won would not be good. Good thoughts indeed. Very good thoughts indeed. And uh, is that all we got? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Now, before I give you my thoughts, I'm going to ask Chad on this question. And I did ask you your question this earlier, however. And John, I talked about this with you as well, offline, as well as Justin earlier today. But uh, let me get Chad's thoughts about this, Howard. Uh, in case you're wondering, Chad, there was reports going around apparently saying now that WWE is planning to go back to Thunderdome. Apparently, according to reports, Howard, they are saying that uh, if things do not improve, Howard, they might be going back to both Daly's Place and possibly the Thunderdome, referring to WWE and AEW. Let's get your take on that and also hear what you had to say. Your thoughts about Monday Night Raw, Monday Night Raw, or please? Uh, well, um, um, that would actually be kind of. I, I tell you the truth, with with with, with the conflicting reports, that, that with the with the conflicting reports that uh, <clears throat> that, uh, that of course about talking about this new variant and all that. Uh, obviously, of course, we did hear sadly that we that one person in Texas has already died from this, uh, and of course, more and more cases are popping up here and all. And apparently, like I said, apparently, all because people can't get vaccinated. Well, like I said, that's like I said. I mean, but, but well, to be to be to be perfectly to be perfectly honest, I mean, if, if it continues to go that way, it'd probably be the smartest move that WWE would pretty much have to make in my own. In my own, in my own personal, my own, my own personal uh, opinion. Uh, so, if they decide to go that route, and they decide to go that route again, I mean, I mean, what more, what more, uh, what, what more is everybody going to be able to do? Uh, so, I would say, I, I would, I would say, like I said, if it's even if it's a precautionary measure and all that, if they had still have access to it i don't know if it's still set up of course at the same location or not i'm not i'm not sure um but but obviously of course obviously of course this would be this would be kind of a uh this would be this would be kind of a, like a uh a a probably a, a smart call I, I would say go on ahead and as much as i would hate to really start canceling a lot of dates because even though it's just, they've been 
of course, been itching to get back out there, back on the road, and they did that, and they've tried it here for a while, and then next thing you know, <clears throat> and and of course, and. And of course, and, and of course, the, ne- the, ne- the next thing you know, uh, you know, they, they don't want to do it. But all of a sudden, you know, they put this, they go ahead and put the stopgap on it, saying, "Okay, everything is we're going to sh- we're going to shut a lot of things down here again and all that." So, then they would have to automatically start canceling a lot of tour dates and all that stuff. I would say go on ahead and make that effort to do it, just to play it safe. And and like I said, this will really kind of this this may this may give, of course, Vince McMahon kind of a little bit of a kind of a little bit of like like I said, a, a tiny bit of praise. Of course, like he feels like he's already gotten it, but but nevertheless, here that's 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 really my own that's really my own personal opinion on that, uh, gentlemen. I do have <clears throat> I am going to remain on the line but I need to I need to put the call on hold for just one second um, because I do have it did have another call coming in and I do really need to take it so stand by I will be back of course here momentarily uh, and of course like we said JD of course ladies and gentlemen has got has got everything handled here for the time being I will be back as soon as I possibly can here so JD I'll take it swing it right back to you and I'll be back momentarily Okay, thank you very much, sir, Chad. And uh, we do have an update on the game now. The Rams have won 20-10. to 10. However, it was a big night for Matthew Stafford. Of course, Russell Wilson did not have too bad of a night, but he did struggle. However, 17-31 of 31 for a buck 35 in the year. While with 20 seconds to go right now, the Eagles have pretty much won the game against John's football team. So, a tough loss there for John's boys tonight. And also, we saw the Flyers and the Capitals cancel tonight, as we mentioned, the NHL. On lockdown as of right now, ladies and gentlemen, the Flyers were supposed to play Pittsburgh, obviously, of course, ladies and gentlemen, earlier uh, this week. However, of course, this is the 50th game in front of the Caps in uh, uh, Washington uh, that has been postponed this season, if you will. Tampa and Las Vegas are playing tonight as we speak, however. But like I said, of the 50 games postponed, 45 have occurred, believe it or not, over the past two weeks, believe it or not. And as a result, however, more than 15% of the league's 700-plus players are in virus protocol. As a result, however, the NHL paused the season and said they will resume the season, however, on, sun- on Monday, if you will. And they are set to resume back to team facilities this Sunday, resume daily testing. Of course, as a result, Monday's games between Dallas and Minnesota, Tuesday's game between Washington and Philadelphia, and, of course, that was postponed tonight, however, if you will. Of course, the Stars did defeat the Wild, however, but the NHL postponed the Capitals game this afternoon due to an outbreak with Washington, if you will. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Columbus, Montreal, Edmonton, and Albany have had their teams shut down along with Calgary, Detroit, Toronto, Colorado, Florida, Nashville, and Boston. Columbus, of course, was shut down after several of its players tested positive for COVID-19 on Sunday, and three more were added to the list yesterday. The NHL cited concern with the number of positive cases, if you will, within the last several days, as well as concern for continued COVID spread as the reason for canceling the Blue Jackets games, both against Buffalo last night and this coming Thursday. Now, before news, however, believe it or not, of the pause, Columbus did cancel its morning skate yesterday while awaiting test results. The Blue Jackets already canceled practice the day before in the wake of three positive tests, but the team can resume practice Sunday if cleared by the league. However, Columbus is set to face Toronto next Monday. That game could be in jeopardy as well, though, since teams involving teams 
Games involving teams that have to travel across the U.S. Canada border were postponed earlier this week. In addition to that, the Canadians, however, were meant to be on a three-game swing with the Islanders, Rangers, and Devils that were supposed to end on Thursday. But due to concerns about players testing positive for COVID-19 and being stuck on the wrong side of the border, those games were all postponed on Sunday. In addition to that, tonight's game between Seattle and Arizona, however, have been postponed as well. Now, uh, as far as the NFL goes, how are things are getting interesting in that regard in itself, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Earlier today, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs did find out that they have quite a bit of people on the COVID list. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Rashard Fenton, cornerback, Blake Bell, tight end, guard Kyle Long, uh, kicker Harrison Bucher, and of course, cornerback Octavius Ward, all testing positive for COVID-19, according to Fielding Yates, however, telling ESPN earlier today. As a result, Kelsey Howard, along with Tyreek Hill, along with some of these guys, could be back before Sunday's game against Pittsburgh. If not, however, they will be out of the lineup, power, if you will, however, and be not allowed to play this week whatsoever. Now, earlier tonight, we understand, of course, uh, believe it or not, some of the L.A. Ram players, however, did uh, return to the lineup tonight, I believe, including Jalen Ramsey and Odell Beckham. As a result, however, as we said, the Rams did end up winning, however, tonight's game, if you will, against Seattle just moments ago. Now, as far as my uh, thoughts about Monday Night Raw, however, I thought Raw was not that great of a show. I thought it was a really uh, moronic show. I thought the main event was halfway decent, but again, there were some things I liked and didn't like, including the Dewdrop match against Bianca Belair. I thought that was really lackluster somewhat. The Austin Theory Finn Balor one was kind of eh there, but I thought the worst match of the night obviously was the tag team match, and of course as Justin, you said, and John said the whole Edge, Miz uh, or not, yeah, the Edge, Miz Maurice thing, I thought that was absolutely stupid beyond words, it was a waste of time, it'll be interesting to see what happens obviously next Monday when uh, Raw comes to you live from Detroit Rock City now, some other news to report here, ladies and gentlemen, outside of wrestling here and I know we're talking a lot of non-wrestling related stuff tonight, but of course, sometimes when I get on a roll, I get on a roll. Uh, our thoughts and prayers are with the family of Kamara Bartry, who coached 12 years in the Pittsburgh Pirates organization as the minor league outfield base running coordinator and three seasons as first base coach. After coaching for the Phillies last year and was working as first base coach for the Detroit Tigers, apparently he was visiting his father this weekend in Omaha when he collapsed and passed away at the age of 49. This is very sad news considering he played all three outfield spots in two. Oh, that's games. sad. Yes, with Detroit, Cincinnati, Colorado. So our thoughts are with Mr. Bartree's family and family and friends. However, again, he passed away on Saturday, tragically, at the age of 49, ladies and gentlemen. Also, earlier today, however, it was reported here in Pittsburgh, apparently, that the Churchill City Council voted tonight, however, if you will, however, voted 5-2, to two, to uh, basically build an Amazon warehouse in their community. Uh, two people who do not, uh, believe it or not, uh, uh, agree on the plan were Adam McDowell and Norma Greco. As a result, the vote came after a two-week public hearing that included more than almost literally 55 hours of testimony and about a year of debate before council and the Burroughs Planning Commission. As a result, Texas-based Hillwood Development has proposed building a $2.5 square foot distribution and logistics facility for Amazon at the former site of the George Washington Washington, Westinghouse Research Park. 
Council President Jay Dorwin said tonight that many local officials have gone back and forth several times on this development. It is not good or bad, but there will be difficulties for the borough whether or not it's accepted, and they must find best for the future of Churchill Borough. Well, tonight, folks, however, despite the angry uh, protesting for much of the summer this past year and pretty much over the last couple months as well, beyond the summer into the fall, however, it was announced tonight that Churchill Council has approved the application and they will start construction as possibly as early next spring. However, we will continue to update you with this story, ladies and gentlemen, if anything changes. But right now, it looks like it is all but a go as far as that goes in the Churchill Borough. Now, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, of course, as Chad pointed out, we will have a very special Christmas Eve edition of Revolution this Friday night. Wolfpack, of course, we'll have our next-to-last Wolfpack show of the year this Thursday. You don't want to miss that, of course. We'll be talking about the aftermath of both AEW, ladies and gentlemen, and NXT. And, in fact, we do have an update on NXT, ladies and gentlemen. Here is what happened earlier tonight, ladies and gentlemen. In case you're wondering, I will kind of spoil it a little early for you guys, Howard, and here's what went down. As we said, it was made official tonight that Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker will go one more time, ladies and gentlemen, this time on New Year's Smash, January 4, if you will. Meanwhile, Dakota Kai took on Raquel Gonzalez in the opening match of the night. Dakota Kai, of course, lost that match, of course, to Raquel Gonzalez, if you will. Meanwhile, of course, the Creed brothers, Julius and Brutus, of course, with Malcolm Bivens took on the Grizzled Young Veterans, Zach and Gibson, James Drake. As a result, we also found out, ladies and gentlemen, however, that this match has been now made official, ladies and gentlemen. It will be Raquel Gonzalez, Core Jade, and I believe Dakota Kai, in a triple threat match, ladies and gentlemen, however, at New Year's Evil, and that has been made official as well. So Core Jade, Raquel Gonzalez, and Mandy Rose will be going at it at New Year's Evil, if you will. Now, the Grizzled Young Veterans and the Creed Brothers ended in a pair no contest. Trick Williams took on Carmelo Hayes, however, with Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis won that one. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we apparently had Grayson Waller, of course, and AJ Styles get up, however, like I said, however, uh, deal with one another, if you will. Meanwhile, however, another match action, Von Wagner talking on Edris Onfi, if you will, in very short order, if you will. Also, ladies and gentlemen, however, if you will, the main event saw Io Shirai versus actually. No, this was actually not the semi-main. This was the semi-main. Excuse me. Io Shirai versus Electrica Lopez with Juan King Wild and uh, Raul Mendoza. Io Shirai, of course, if you will, however, took on, uh, let's just say, however, uh, did defeat Electrica Lopez. And in the main event, Pete Dunne took on Tony D'Angelo. And I believe maybe Justin has an update for us. So actually, no, we do have an update on it now, ladies and gentlemen. Pete Dunne did win against Tony D'Angelo with the bitter end. So there you go, guys. Uh, I've got to ask you guys overall, and John, I'll start with you for this time. Your thoughts about the two matches already announced for New Year's Evil, and overall your thoughts about NXT tonight. I haven't seen New Year's, I haven't seen NXT at all tonight. So, so I have not seen it at all. But your thoughts about the two matches that have already been announced, Tower? Coming up, including oh, uh, oh, champ. Done. For New Year's Evil? Yes. Should be pretty good. Well, let's hope. I mean, considering the Reigns have been struggling as of late, that's a very good point, John. Very good point indeed. Thank you very much. Justin, let's go to you. Your thoughts about uh, the show tonight? It's pretty okay. And um, I hope all New Year's Evil will turn out good. 
Yes. Very good point, indeed. Very good point, indeed. Of course, we're going to continue to update you with this story, of course, if anything changes. Like I said, of course, a lot going down, of course, uh, over the last couple of days, of course. Uh, certainly, we told you about the very pop, very bad rating, of course, that did happen, of course, last night, Howard, if you will. Let me ask you guys this question as well, Howard, uh, Justin, I'll start with you this time. What were your thoughts about AJ Styles, Howard, showing up on NXT tonight? I think um, um, the reason why, because um, uh, uh, I'm, I'm shot means it um, looks like AJ and the, um, don't do um, the duo, the, the, the dynamic duo between AJ Styles and almost are over. I mean, he might probably get, uh, AJ Styles might probably um, go after the NXT title on on, um, on NXT 2.0 and um, the almost move might get a push. I mean, I mean he might know he you know he, I'm gonna go. He's my my pick to win the 2022 Royal Rumble. He might go after the um go after whoever's the um, WWE champion at WrestleMania 38 main event. Good, good point. Good point indeed. Very good. Uh, John, what about you? What are your thoughts? Same. Well, we'll definitely be watching, guys. We'll definitely be watching very, very carefully. And uh, like I said, however, we'll definitely be checking this out, however, if you will. Now, uh, have we? Uh, let's see if we can uh, check back in with the man uh, with the Folgers Brim Cup, if you will. And that is, of course, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. Chad, have you returned to the line? I guess not. Okay. Well, we can tell you, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we told you, of course, where WWE and, of course, AEW will be at an action facility near you, of course, uh, this next week, however. But uh, let's tell you, of course, right now where you can check out the WWE coming up into the new year as well as AEW, however, again, and let you know where you can check out all the action. Hopefully, these uh, shows will happen. If something changes, we will be sure to let you know. But here is where you can check out all the action, of course, as we mentioned, Monday, January 3rd, we will be at the Bon Secure Wellness Arena, ladies and gentlemen, in Greenville, South Carolina. Tickets are still available for that show. Friday, January 7th, at the Bohegan Sun Arena in New Hillsville, Connecticut. Monday, January 10th, at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, PA. And, of course, Friday, January 14th, at the CHI Health Center in Omaha, Nebraska, followed by Monday, excuse me, January 17th, at the BOK Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, here's where you can check the AEW action in a facility near you, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we told you, of course, we're going to be in Newark, New Jersey, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, and Charlotte, ladies and gentlemen, the 5th and the 8th, also the 12th in Raleigh, North Carolina. But, folks, also these dates have now been confirmed to us as well. Wednesday, January 19th, at the Entertainment and Sports Arena in the nation's capital, as we return to John Stack of the Woods, the District of Columbia, Washington, D.C., for Rampage as well, ladies and gentlemen, that will be taped that same very night. Wednesday, January 26th at the Wallstein Center, ladies and gentlemen, in Cleveland, Ohio, the city by the lake, ladies and gentlemen, as AEW returns to Cleveland once again. And yes, folks, Chicago will be returning as Groundhog Day comes calling, ladies and gentlemen, on Wednesday, February 2nd, ladies and gentlemen, at the Wind Trust Arena, ladies and gentlemen, in the Windy City, as AEW comes to you live once again, however, in Chi-Town, ladies and gentlemen, in early February. Tickets are still available for those shows as well. Plus, folks, already we told you about some of the other shows that will be coming up in February, including Atlantic City, 
Nashville, Bridgeport, Connecticut, and Orlando. Plus, of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, the big show coming up Wednesday night, April 13th, however, if you will, in the Big Easy, ladies and gentlemen, at the Lakefront of the Arena in New Orleans, as AEW will be making its debut down there in the French Quarter, Bourbon Street, and Canal Street, if you will, in the home of uh, Po' Boy Shrimp, ladies and gentlemen, and yes, the Saints, of course, ladies and gentlemen, in jazz music, as New Orleans will welcome AEW for the first time ever, ladies and gentlemen, a live event into their town, if you will, coming up in mid-April, uh, pending anything else, however. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we told you, of course, where WWE will be coming up, of course, in late January, ladies and gentlemen, including Cincinnati. But, folks, we do have an update, however, on two cities, however, that have now thrown their hat into the ring, however, that will be hosting shows, hopefully, in February, depending on what happens. And here are the shows. We did tell you about these shows yesterday, but we want to reiterate these shows for you once again, ladies and gentlemen. First off, Monday night, excuse me, Friday night, February the 4th, we were supposed to be in Seattle, ladies and gentlemen, however, for SmackDown Live. That is not going to be the case now. Instead, we will be in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, ladies and gentlemen. And then, Monday night, February 7th, the Mile High City, get ready, Denver, Colorado, ladies and gentlemen. We will be returning to the Mile High City, ladies and gentlemen, as WWE returns to the Ball Arena, ladies and gentlemen. Tickets for those shows, of course, will go on sale, we understand, of course, next weekend, ladies and gentlemen. That's next Friday, New Year's Eve, when tickets go on sale in those cities, if you will. Plus, Friday, February 11th, we'll be in New Orleans, Louisiana. We told you about February 14th, but folks, here are some other shows that we are going to be coming up to you during the month of February and March, depending on what happens with the schedule. If anything changes, we'll be sure to let you know as well. Monday, February 21st. Okay, welcome back, Chad. Monday, February 21st, of course, in Columbia, South Carolina. Friday, February 25th at the Giant Center, ladies and gentlemen, in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Monday, February 28th in Columbus, Ohio. Yes, we return to the home of the Ohio State University, ladies and gentlemen. Then, Friday, March the 4th, ladies and gentlemen, at the FTX Arena in Miami, Florida. We told you about Cleveland, of course, March the 7th at the Quicken Loans Arena, ladies and gentlemen, at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Friday night, March the 11th, ladies and gentlemen, at the Legacy Arena in Birmingham, Alabama. Monday, March the 14th, ladies and gentlemen, at the Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. And Friday, March 18th, ladies and gentlemen, we will be coming to you live power from Charlotte, North Carolina at the Spectrum Center. Originally, it was supposed to be next Friday for New Year's Eve, but that now has been changed to a future date of March the 18th. Now, we do not know as of yet where we're going to be March 21st as well as the 20th, but of course, these are dates tentatively as of now set to be happening as well as the AEW show as well. But again, if anything changes with them going back into uh, Thunderdome or possibly Daily's place, we will be sure to let you know. But folks, this weekend, of course, the superstars will be touring these facilities, Madison Square Garden Saturday night. Also in Tampa, Florida, the home of the Rouse Nick and Neil Patel, however, this Sunday night as well. Then next Monday, of course, at the Amway Center in Orlando, Florida. Tuesday night in Washington, D.C., as well as Pittsburgh at the PPG Pence Arena. Wednesday night was supposed to be in Toronto. Now that show will be more than likely canceled. Meanwhile, Wednesday night in Baltimore, Maryland at the Royal Farms Arena. Thursday night in Buffalo at the Key Bank Center, if you will. However, also supposed to be in Quebec. That now is set to be canceled as well, possibly unless something changes. But we will be in Buffalo, New York next Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen. And then as we told you, ladies and gentlemen, next Saturday, of course, New Year's night, we're going to be in Atlanta, followed by a show the next night in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And then, of course, the following weekend, ladies and gentlemen, we will be in Glens Falls, New York, at the Cool Insuring Arena, ladies and gentlemen, and also at the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts, before we head off to Philadelphia three weeks from this coming Monday on January 10th, which reports are saying now that could be old school raw. 
but again, that could change as well. Some other dates coming up on the house show circuit in January include Fargo, North Dakota, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Lazion, the Corbin Arena. I know that's a stupid name, but it is the name of the arena, the Corbin Arena in Corbin, Kentucky, and Huntington, West Virginia at the Mountain Health Arena, Lazion. Plus, of course, ladies and gentlemen, in February we will be doing shows in Salt Lake City, Boise, Idaho, ladies and gentlemen, as well as Rochester, New York, ladies and gentlemen, Allentown, PA, Columbus, Georgia, Mitch Neck of the Woods actually coming up in March, believe it or not, that'll be very exciting, the End Market Arena in Savannah, Georgia, also the Bank of Springfield Center in Springfield, Illinois, the Tax Slayer Center in Moline, Illinois, the Kitchener Memorial Auditorium, hopefully in late March, and of course the big ones coming up in early April with WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday of WrestleMania 38. Again, these dates are tentatively set to take place. Right now, we do know how that SmackDown already has been rescheduled. However, for these dates, however, we can tell you now that these dates have already been penciled in, ladies and gentlemen. Friday night, September night, we will be in Seattle, Washington. Monday, September the 12th, ladies and gentlemen, in Portland, Oregon. So there you go. Originally, those shows were supposed to be the 4th and 7th of February. Those dates now have been switched out to February, from February to September of next year. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Monday, September 26th, ladies and gentlemen, at the Rogers Place in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Friday, September 30th, ladies and gentlemen, in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. And, of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, Saturday, November 26th next year, we will be in Boston at the, Boston at the Survivor Series. Plus, Summer Scam, of course, July 30th in Nashville, Tennessee. That will be the first time that Summer Scam will not be held in August, ladies and gentlemen, unless something changes again. That will be held next July, ladies and gentlemen, in Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee. Plus, Saturday, July 2nd at Allegiant mm-hmm. Stadium at Money in the Bank, ladies and gentlemen. There in Sin City during the 4th of July weekend. And then Sunday, May 8th and Sunday, July 5th, however, we will be in Providence, Rhode Island at the Dunkin' Donuts Center. And yes, we will be returning to Chicago in early June of next year, unless something comes up before that, ladies and gentlemen, with a pay-per-view there as well. And uh, we have also heard reports say that possibly in February, WWE could be returning to Saudi Arabia at some point. We do not know what date that has been penciled in yet. Reports are saying that could be either February 24th, which would be a Thursday, or it could be, ladies and gentlemen, it could be, ladies and gentlemen, we're thinking maybe possibly the 17th of February or 18th of February. We don't know yet, but those are just some of the dates that will be coming up in the next year or so. one six zero five five six two zero four 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 one three eight seven four. Oh, I almost said the, I said the wrong ID. Boy, that's a blooper there. One three eight zero five five pound. This is episode. Uh, I don't know what episode this is. Someone's going to have to help me with this one. One thousand eighty three. One thousand eighty three. Thank you very much for twelve twenty one twenty one. The Iceman here filling in for Mr. WCW tonight, who is uh, definitely uh, sitting in the co-assistant chair today. But we'll be back in the captain's chair tomorrow night. As we said, we're going to have a lot to talk about tomorrow night and what will be a very exciting show in Greensboro, including the big six-person tag, the uh, semifinals of the AEW TBS Championship Tournament. Also tomorrow night, that will be very exciting, along with the human suplex machine and this whole man, Justin Lewis Fleming. It is 10.25 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, however. And, of course, as we said, next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, promised to be a very exciting Raw, of course, Raw Radio, that is, ladies and gentlemen. We will be talking about how what moments will be coming up in 2022, what we think it'll be like, ladies and gentlemen, in our opinion, ladies and gentlemen, going into the new year. Now, we will weigh in with our thoughts, ladies and gentlemen, so you definitely want to stay tuned, however, as far as that goes, ladies and gentlemen. So, like I said, however, it'll be a very interesting show, however, that should be a great show, if you will, of course. We already talked about some of our least favorite moments of the year, however, somewhat yesterday. 
So, since we have a little bit of time to play with, however, and I'm not going to be on for much longer myself, however, since I'm going to let uh, Chad uh, run things over, how I'm going to... Well, you have to stay on because you logged in as me, remember? Oh, yes. Well, because you do that, it ends. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, getting back to what we were saying, folks, however, like I said, we were going um, to... Uh, Give you our thoughts about some of our least favorite moments of the year, ladies and gentlemen. So, with that said, right now, how I'm going to get everyone's thoughts on what everyone's least favorite moments of the year were. And I'm going to start off with John, then we're going to go to Chad, and then we're going to Justin, and then we're going to rotate in a different order. So, John, uh, with that being said, however, let's hear one of your least favorite moments of the year that did occur in 2021. Uh, I, I would give you my moments, but I'm. And I head out for the night. Okay, well, that's all right. Uh, so, okay, we're going to take off by all means, and John, go right ahead. Uh, we will talk to you tomorrow night, of course, uh, what will be a very exciting edition of the New Year's, or should I say the Christmas edition bash in Greensboro. So why don't you take off for the night, however, we will talk to you tomorrow night. All right, night. guys. All right, take it easy, John. Take it easy. Take it easy, all right, the human suplex hey. machine now. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, the human suplex machine now, uh, like I said, uh, now leaving us, of course, for the evening, however. So with that said, however, let us uh, now hear from what uh, Chad's, one of his least favorite moments of 2021 was, however. Well, J.D., I think... Uh... You know that's that's a very 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 good question, and you got to look back with everything that's happened in 2021, of course. But now, of course, you can't limit it to WWE. You got to go around everywhere and look at look at everything we've got here. Of course, as far as as far as as far as the, as far as the wrestling spectrum goes. My and 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 the, the kind of sum it up a bit. I think a lot of people would agree with this. A lot of people may not agree with this. Everybody has a right to their own thoughts and opinions. Um, that's why, of course, we have our shows like this here at the radio network. My my least favorite moment is the fact that regardless of what wrestling company it it it, it is or or what it is, whatever. The belts have been around the waist of the wrong of the of people that do not deserve to hold those championships, regardless of what regardless of what your uh, regardless, of course, of <clears throat> of what you know. Some people may may may, may say to the contrary. Um, of course, examples herein. Charlotte Flair, obviously, of course, Raw then SmackDown Women's Title because of the draft. Uh, Britt Baker holding the AEW Women's Title for this long a time, and of course, continuing to hold on to which they need to get off of her. Uh, obviously, Lashley holding the belt and all that, trying to do another CM Punk or Brock Lesnar thing, and. Of course, which, which is kind of a, which is kind, which is which is which was kind of a, you know, holding it for ransom, so to speak. But the number one, of course, obviously, I'm sure everyone would agree here, is the fact that Roman Reigns has had a stranglehold on the Universal Title, 
he is trying to surpass and 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 over and 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 you know overrun what Brock Lesnar did when he had that when he he originally had that belt and and grasp and grasp and had that had had a grasp on that belt for a long period of time. Just in a nutshell, I think let me just I'll just put it in this perspective. That 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 some of your major championships, primarily, of course, you, your top two, your top two companies, obviously WWE and AEW. Which regardless of what the critics are saying, they are they have been in competition with each other. Um, and of course, because the wrestling fans aren't stupid, they know what's going on. As I've always said, the belts have been around the wrong people. That's, and then I would also even, of course, even extend that to NXT. Of course, currently you're seeing that right now with the trio known as Toxic Attraction holding the NXT women's belt and the women, NXT women's tag belts. Of course, they don't deserve to have them. They cheated to win those belts. Uh, Roderick Strong, the, cru- the Cruiserweight belt, which obviously, of course, he cheated to win it. But, of course, they never they, – they, 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 they jumped off of that bandwagon, of course, um, and did not even finish that thing between him and Kushida. Because Kushida, I'm sure, was looking forward to getting a little bit of payback on that. And, of course, obviously, we know what happened there. And, of course, obviously, this queen of the queen of the ring thing and all that, they actually, I mean, the king of the ring part of it was fine, but the queen of the ring was the one was was, the, was really, and this was a brand-new concept that they did, and they pretty much kind of screwed that over by screwing Piper Niven out of that opportunity uh, only because of, and of course, probably for the simple reason that she, because of she's, oh, she's plus size. That yeah yeah you well that then that's what I was getting ready to say Justin that's exactly right and giving it to, and giving it to somebody who I thought that had kind of a bad reputation with WWE for a short time but somehow came back in with kid gloves and all that and what did they do to and what did they do to apologize to, to Zelina Vega for doing that oh we're going to screw some we're going to screw somebody over so that way you know we're going to screw somebody else over that uh, that that should that that of course, by the fans' perspective, should should of course have should should have won that, but we're going to screw that person somehow, and we're going to give you that opportunity. And now look what we're stuck with. Obviously, not only has she, not only has she, won that her got that opportunity in Saudi Arabia. And a lot of people in the wrestling universe know that that Piper Niven was royally screwed out of that opportunity. And but of course, also the fact that this, that her and her and of course the girl that uh, that JD wants to kick the living crap out of, along with along with Corey Graves and that's uh, Carmella, and winning the women's tag belts, which they have not done anything with them, only putting the women's tag champions in singles matches. They have not made those two defend those titles, and that right there, my friends, has has gone to 2022. That that concept needs to stop right here and now. I don't care if Vince McMahon owns that company or not and all that. That's not the way you do it. His, as I said many, many times over, and JD, I don't mean to step on step on your toes. But here's the thing. Here's here, here's the thing. I said it earlier this year and I still mean this to, to I still mean this to be true. His father and his grandfather are literally right now turned over in their graves 
and they're looking down from heaven right now saying, what in the world have we let this boy do? Yep. Taking something we built with our bare hands and turn it into a complete mockery. I mean, Vince McMahon now even kind of looks like a, uh, is it just me or does, does he, does he, is he starting to look, is he, is he, or is he starting to look like an old transvestite or something? Have you noticed yeah. how bright red? No, seriously, have y'all seen how bright red his lips are? Have y'all seen that his mouth? Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. It looks yep. like he's wearing lipstick, crying out loud. Like Bruce, like that's Bruce not the, that's not, the, that's, not the, I, that's not the way you're supposed to. That, that, that I don't give a darn if you're doing it to try to enhance his looks on TV. That's not the way you're supposed to. He looks absolutely looks freaking ridiculous. I'm, I mean, I, I'm serious here. The man looks like a complete joke. I mean, the thing about this thing, this was, this would not been the same ten or twenty years ago, but now all of a sudden. He he just he just he just looks like somebody that that you know like, like I said that he, he's able to you know walk in walk walk in the coming all that with either a walker or a cane that he was able to put it to the side and able to walk like a regular human being and all that stuff and all that and goes through all this process and all he look he looks he 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 looks like he looks like someone in drag his face and I saw the look on his I saw the I saw the the look on the face, man. I mean, the guy really is trying to do things to outdo everybody, and he feels he's doing it. But let me tell you something. He's not. The man's not. The man knows he's defeated. J.D., you and I have discussed this. He He is his flagship. His flagship show is at half mast. At least yep. right now the flags are down there on the bottom of the pole now, if y'all know what I mean. Because Raw right now at this point, he knows this. He knows that they cannot, that they cannot, you know, they cannot compete with any, the, for, the formula is not working. They cannot compete against any any other sporting events or anything else. That that of course is is that that is reach that that is reaching other people's interests and all that because like I said other people he's not giving the the people the opportunity to have their own ideas about how this show is doing and all that yeah he hires them to do, to do all this writing and stuff but what does he do he he has a trash and I'm sure he's got he's got a trash he's got a, a trash can sitting right there beside him and he just takes it. And he tosses it away, and he just goes and writes something in a notebook. Said, "Okay, take this notebook. This is how the show's going to be run right here." And he might have about five or six things written on it, and that's how you're going. And that's how somehow you just need to try to come up with, with, with something, something along those lines, at all, whatever. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, and JD and Justin specifically, WWE is not going to stand a chance, and you know what? To survive in 2022, and like I said, AEW, of course, like I said, Cody and the Young Bucks and Omega and all of them know, Tony Khan, know that they that that they are going to dominate. They are going to become the WWE of the new of the new era, so to speak. If you know what I mean here. They're giving the fans the one aspect they've been missing. And that is 
what the W in WWE, the middle W in WWE has, is supposed to be standing for. And that is simply wrestling. Why do you think a lot of people are going on YouTube and watching a lot of the older clips? Why? Because that they know that half the stuff that's out there today is not worth watching. It's not worth it. Yeah. So they pretty much just simply need, they pretty much simply just, they don't have to start hanging it up somehow unless they can get, unless they take Vince off that pedestal and put it, and put it under somebody else. And of course, Lord forbid, they give to Nick Khan. That company, that company is dead in the water. It's going, to, it's going to be worse than the Titanic, the Titanic hitting an iceberg. Yep. Only this, only this Titanic, this Titanic is going, is going to hit, is going to hit a major league brick wall, and it's not going to survive and all that. It's going to end up just like every single competitor that WWE ever had. They're going, they're going to have an extra special grave site right there on the. Right there in the wrestling graveyard, if you will, so to speak. No disrespect. With all these companies that are no longer around, WWE is going to have its own special spot. Because why? Because simply put, several people, several people put it there, and it's not going to, it's not going to survive. It's not going to stick. It's just simply just going to flat out die. And all you're going to have left, Ring of Honor decides to come back. Great. NWA will be around. Impact is going to be around. AEW is going to be the dominant force. I mean, all these other companies are just simply knocking down the foundation that WWE pretty much built because it's already starting to crumble. So, JD, just to put it in a single perspective, the company, like I said, is I would say, just in a nutshell. I know I went off what I was saying, but the least favorite moment was the fact that they put the belts on the wrong people. Yeah, because they've held them for way too long. No, that's a very, that's a very good point. To, that's a it's time to really change cool. them off. And it's time to change them off right now. And if they don't, then like I said, even AEW may start seeing a little bit of suffering. I hate to say that. But they need to get them off, they need to get them off, off, of, off of certain people and give other people a chance to have a little so, bit, to have a little yeah. taste of glory. And so if they don't do that, well... My apologies for going off the wall, but like no, I said, okay. good points. Very good points. This year has been kind of off the wall anyway in wrestling, in my personal opinion. So there you go. Yeah. All right, very good points indeed. And uh, before we continue on, however, we just want to give you an update on some college football going on very quickly as well. We did see. Some I agree too. Numbers. Yep. Uh, we'll let you know about some of the bowl games that are going on right now as we speak. First off, of course, as you know, bowl games began last week in the Bahamas. First one was, of course, Middle Tennessee and Toledo in the Bahamas hole. Apparently, however, the attendance was, however, a capacity of 15,000. They had 13,596, or 90% capacity in that game. Meanwhile, in other games, however, looking at the bowls, however, as we continue to look at the bowl season, however, there was another bowl game that happened last week, of course. That, of course, occurred in the, uh, like, where is it? I just had a second ago. Coastal Carolina and Northern Illinois in the Cure Bowl, the Tailgater Greek uh, Cure Bowl. Coastal Carolina did win that one, 47-41. However, to let you know uh, the attempts in that one, however, 9,784 showed up at that game. 9,784. That's pretty embarrassing when you think about that, folks. Go figure. 
Other games, of course, of note, of course, uh, let's see, we're going to talk more about the bowl games. Earlier today, apparently, however, we had uh, apparently 10,217 show up at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Wyoming, of course, saw their superstar, Levi Williams, carry the ball 16 times, 200 yards for four scores. He also passed for one in the air, however, rushed for four. As a result, the Wyoming Cowboys finished their season 7-6 and six as they beat Kent State 52-38. And right now, we got the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl, 8 minutes and 15 seconds to go in that one. Texas San Antonio is currently losing 38-24, but tomorrow night, we got Missouri, of course, and Alabama, of course, or not Alabama, Army yeah. playing tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. That was a goof in the half there. But we do know that tomorrow night, however, if you will, it will be on Thursday, a doubleheader, a Fisco Football Classic, North Texas versus Miami, Ohio. In the Gasparilla Bowl, it will be UCF in Florida and Tampa. Friday night, Christmas Eve night in the Hawaii Bowl, it will be the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl, Memphis and Hawaii in Paradise, Hawaii. And, of course, Saturday, it will be the Camellia Bowl, Georgia State and Ball State playing one of, of course, the big games starting next week. Now, some other bowl games, of course, let you know what happened as far as attendance goes, ladies and gentlemen. Let's tell you right now here, um, take a look at the scoreboard here again. We're going to take a look at some of the games that happened on Saturday and, of course, on Monday. Yesterday, of course, Tulsa did defeat, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, Old Dominion 30-17 in the Myrtle Beach Bowl yesterday. It was a very interesting day, of course. Davis Brin, but Tulsa passing for 285 in the air in that game, of course, that saw the Hurricanes win that one. However, there were 6,557 fans at this game yesterday with a capacity of 21,000, so not a good crowd in Myrtle Beach yesterday. Very, very disappointing crowd there, to say the least. Uh, also, of course, some other games, of course, happened on Saturday, including, ladies and gentlemen, the Boca Raton Bowl that saw, uh, where is it? I just saw a second ago here, folks. Here we go. I just had a second ago. Here we go. Uh, Western Kentucky did defeat Appalachian State. Their quarterback, Bailey Zoop, threw six touchdowns and 422 in the air in Boca Raton the other day. As a result, however, 15,429, however, did show up at that game on a capacity of 29,419. Also, ladies and gentlemen, some other games that did occur on Saturday included a very exciting thriller in the Independence Bowl. UAB went in the last half minute against BYU, 31-28 in Shreveport, however, at the... Uh, bowl game there. Apparently, however, the attendance there, however, was pretty good. 26,276, however, so 50% capacity at the uh, Independence uh, Techno- Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl, if you will. While the other bowl games, of course, on Saturday included, of course, uh, UTEP taking on Fresno State in Albuquerque. Fresno State did win that game in Albuquerque, if you will, 31-24. Liberty, of course, defeated Eastern Michigan in the Lending Tree Bowl, if you will, 56-20. And Utah State defeated Oregon State in the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, at SoFi Saturday night. The attendance for that game, surprisingly, 29,000, uh, where is it, just saw it, 29,896, almost 30,000 about, uh, a third of the capacity there. It wasn't too bad considering Jimmy uh, Kimmel was one of the MCs of the game and actually playing the Star Spangled Banner on trumpet, and that's no joke. He was actually doing that, folks, uh, before the game. That was pretty cool. Meanwhile, however, as far as the attendance for the Lending Tree Bowl, however, the attendance was, if I can pull up here, 15,186, however, at Seat Tower, over 25,450, so about uh, 60% capacity there, so it wasn't too bad there. Uh, and the other game, as we mentioned, of course, ladies and gentlemen, was, of course, uh, 
UTEP and Fresno State, of course, ladies and gentlemen. That was, of course, on uh, where was it uh, Saturday afternoon in Albuquerque. The attendance for that game was, if I can just pull it up here, uh, 16,422 seats, 39,225, so not a big crowd there in New Mexico. And on Saturday night, of course, Louisiana defeated Marshall in the, uh, what bowl was that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the r Carriers Bowl. Of course, the Louisiana, the hometown team, uh, beating the Thundering Herd, however, in that one, 36-21. The final tens of that game was 21,642, so about a third of the capacity there. But, guys, i got to ask you overall, and Chad, I'll start with you this time. What is your take on some of the attendance on some of these bowl games so far here in the first uh, week and a half? Well, it's... Um... Right now, I mean, obviously, they have been very impressive. Still, of course, still, everyone's still, you know, being as, being, being of course, as uh, as cautious as possible, of course. I'm sure, of course, now even more with, of course, the announcement more and more about the pandemic situation. However... Everybody has been dying to get out there and see some top-notch football, and of course, obviously, has there. When you, I mean, that's the point of, of a game going on. I mean, that the players that want to go out there and perform don't perform in front of empty bleachers or stands or whatever. They want, they want to, of course, obviously, like I said, they want to hear the cheer of the crowd. Every day. That's what that's what the motivation's all about. Everyone's been itching, been talking about that the past year. They've been itching to get back out there and do something about it. And so, I will I will say that despite everything going on here with the pandemic, I would think that the and I've read a lot of the numbers. Of course, I've heard about a lot of the numbers as well. And it's been very, it's, it's been very, very impressive here in Dave because I mean it's been sent, it's been a lot, it's been something that a lot of people have been itching to, to go and see, and they just because they're just tired, of course, of being cooped up and everything like that because of everything going on, this, this everything going on here, but quite impressive, in my own personal yeah. opinion. Okay, uh, very good points indeed. Uh, Justin, let's get your thoughts about the uh, show. Or should I say, about, uh, like I said, about uh, the bowl games. Say it again. Your thoughts about the way the attendance is so far in some of these bowl games. Um, Um... I mean, I mean, is is um, WWE? No. Uh, what your thoughts about some of this attendance for some of these bowl games so far? Um, we'll have to see what we see. That's a neat point, indeed. And I would agree as well. Like I said, we'll have to wait and see what happens uh, here in the next few days, if you will. Anyway, let's give you the number here at 1083 again as we are coming up on 10 minutes to 11 one 505 pounds 
Of course, we are here at 1083 with, of course, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, of course, as you know, along with the, we do want to thank the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, as well as the King Club, Smith Patel, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis, for joining us as well uh, tonight. We're going to wrap it up here in just a few minutes here, ladies and gentlemen, but right now we do have an update on the New Year's card, ladies and gentlemen, how our evil card, and here are the matches that have been announced, ladies and gentlemen. It will be Tommaso Ciampa versus Braun Breaker. It is now going to be a triple threat, Mandy Rose versus Cora Jade versus Raquel Gonzalez. And ladies and gentlemen, this just came in moments ago, ladies and gentlemen, by Commissioner William Regal, and it is now going to be made official. It will be a unification match for both the Cruiserweight and North American title, as Roderick Strong, however, will take on Carmelo Hayes, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, at New Year's Eve, ladies and gentlemen, two weeks from tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on the first show of 2022. Uh, personally, in my opinion, I do think Raquel Gonzalez might get the title back against Manny, unless Manny has her friends, Cord, uh, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane Helper. Uh, as far as the Braun Breaker Champa match, how Champa has been champion, however, for quite a while now. There has been talk, however, at some point that Braun Breaker might be the next big thing, however, and he could very well be. Champa, of course, has held the belt for almost 100 days plus now, however, in his second reign, of course, he has held that belt in September. The question is, will he lose the title in a few weeks to start out 2022, or will he hold it just a little longer? We'll have to wait and see. And, of course, we talked about the women's affair as well. Anyway, folks, however, don't forget tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, however, we're going to have a lot to talk about tomorrow night, including the big show, ladies and gentlemen, however, that'll be coming up in Greensboro. In fact, uh, our fearless leader's uh, good friend, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, will be attending the show tomorrow night, hopefully, and uh, hopefully on Thursday night, we will be hearing from him if we can try to get him on maybe before Wolfpack, on Wolfpack, ladies and gentlemen, before Christmas, we would like to hear his thoughts, ladies and gentlemen, on what will be an exciting night of action, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure, however, there tomorrow night at the legendary Greensboro Coliseum. Uh, that being said, of course, I don't think there's anything else to discuss right now. I mean, we did discuss as much as we could. Um, of course, uh, I've had some least favorite moments, too. Like I said, uh, one of them, of course, is, like you said, I agree with all of what you guys said tonight about some of the people like Roman Reigns, Charlotte Flair, and those guys, however... Holding on to the title, I think, really uh, has been just asinine, like I said. However, it has been very, very interesting. So, anyway, I am going to cut it loose for the evening. I do want to thank again everyone for joining us here. As we said, we're going to wrap things up a little bit early, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, with that JD. said, however, before we go, I know Mr. W. somebody has something to say, so... We'll let him uh, have his Folgers cup of coffee with his sister, however, let's just say, before we wrap it up with uh, a very special thing that Justin has planned for us, I believe, tonight. So go ahead, uh, Chad, you're about to say something okay. before we wrap things okay. up. Okay. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I do give, of course, good kudos here tonight to the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, for, of course, for, of course, uh, the uh, special hosting duties here, of course, here tonight, of course, despite... Just and I'm going to consider it nothing more than a tiny setback here. But JD, of course, as like we always say, ladies and gentlemen, uh, he we will we will of course, like I said, uh, we will of course, like I said, uh, you will have a, JD will have another opportunity to try this out next Friday, New Year's Eve. Of course, uh, epi uh, episode of course, I, I believe episode 1088 of Revolution. To of course oversee the oversee revolution here. Of course, on the final night of 2021, 
Uh, <clears throat> but of course, I do thank JD for, of course, taking the take, taking the uh, taking the reins here tonight, JD. Uh, despite all that, awesome job here tonight. Of course, just like on Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, awesome indeed, uh, JD. My my uh, my hats off here to you, sir. Uh, one thing I will go ahead and point out here, of course, we've got some updates here I wanted to bring to everyone's attention here. <clears throat> no, not that. Excuse me. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Man, I hate that. <laughs> uh, about the matches that are, of course, that are currently, the poll matches that are currently going on right now, uh, e- even, of course, even, of course, as, as we, as we speak right here, um, um, first off, the AEWS World Tag Team title match. As you know, was tied last week. Of course, John and Justin once again defending the belts against Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziggler, and Danny Kimmel Park. Uh, currently, currently, as of right now, John and Justin are currently leading that right now with two votes. Uh, so there's still plenty of time to vote on that. As we will, of course, as we will, of course, decide this on. Uh, Hold on a second. Can we have that mute, please? Okay. I'm uh, sorry. Um, I said that you're fine. You're fine, Justin. Yeah, no, no problem. Um, let me see. What was that? Oh yes, the NXT US War Games Championship. Of course, that match was also tied from last week. John defending against Alayla Peters. Uh, let's see here. We got quite a few votes in. Of course, right now, it it officially is tied right now. There are five votes for Layla Peters, and there are five votes for John. So right now, that is still pretty much up in the air as to who's going to pull that win off there. Justin, of course, you are facing off against Ian McWilliams for another opp- for an opportunity at the NWA US War Games title. Uh, currently, as it stands right now, uh, Justin, you are still... You are still leading with this right now, three votes to nothing. Ian McWilliams has not scored, has not received any votes at all. Okay. So you're still leading. So right now, uh, let's see here. Um, there was supposed to be another, and I'll have to find that. I'll have to find the results of that other match. But apparently, there was supposed to be another one up here between John and JD for the in. For the NXT, for the NWA US War Games belt itself, I will find that match, ladies and gentlemen. I will report that tomorrow night on uh, on on Revolution. Apparently, it's not on my main Facebook page. So I'll have to try to find it where wherever it is. I will po- I will let everybody know about that here. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we are of course getting the special match that I, I um, that I, that I just brought up here a little. Um, that I brought up here a little while ago, um, as of course, like I said, there will be, there is of course going to be a battle world to determine the new AEWS Holiday Bash Championship. <clears throat> of course, uh, this match will go on to, until between tonight and Friday, and I will announce the winner, of course, on the Christmas Eve edition of Revolution. Uh, we've already received one word that the Iceman, Jared DiGiorno, has decided not to take part in this. Uh, but uh, but we are, of course, we, we hope to have, a, I did say about 16 people, and we are continuing to work on uh, on getting as many folks, as, as many folks in this 
as we possibly can. So we will, of course, keep you informed about how, how the voting goes in for this. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, the most votes in this wins the belt. And like I said, everyone involved in this battle royal is going to receive a shot regardless of how many votes you did receive or how you placed, of course, in this battle royal. Everybody will have, of course, an opportunity at this. <laughs> um, so, like I said, so, I mean, as, as we said, of course, we continue, of course, to keep it fair in our Trivia Championship Series, of course, here in WCWS. So be sure to, of course, uh, be sure to, of course, get your votes in. Of course, it will be posted, as always, on the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center second phase page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS PTC phase two. So, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, um, uh, with, and, and ladies and gentlemen, with all res- with all respect here, um, we're going to let JD and Justin, of course, uh, oversee the final ending of of, of 1083 of Revolution here tonight. Uh, unfortunately, of course, as I feared, uh, I am losing power on my phone very rapidly. I do need to get it back up so that way I'll be able to. I can get up. To, it won't be back at full charge until sometime in the morning. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have to jump off of here for the evening. J.D. and Justin will take it out for the rest of the evening. We'll handle everything the rest of the way on episode 1083 of Revolution. I will be back, of course, in the center chair tomorrow night, of course, with Outside the Ropes, 141387-pound at 630, and also 1084 Revolution, 138055-pound tomorrow night right here, of course, all on TalkShoe.com. Gentlemen, thank you very much. J.D., once again, my kudos to you, sir. Excellent job here tonight. And I will be back. I will be back, and we'll talk more, of course, about everything going on here in the world of wrestling here in the radio network. Be sure to check out all of our pages on Facebook and all of our past episodes of our shows in the radio network on TalkShoe. Remember, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCW US Radio Network. Please take care. Please stay safe. And, of course, like I said, look after your loved ones, of course, friends, family. Stay safe, of course, especially about the, with the holiday season coming up right here upon us. Gentlemen, we will talk at you, of course, here uh, tomorrow evening. Until then, thank you. Take care and God bless. JD, swing it back to you now, sir. We'll talk at you here tomorrow night. Thank you very much, and y'all have a terrific evening. All right, thank you very much, Chad. And as we said, folks, we're going to have a couple themes to close us out with. However, Justin's going to have one. I'm going to have one. So real quick, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, we're going to have a lot to talk about tomorrow night, however. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will talk to you tomorrow night, however. So we hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. Be safe and be careful out there, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, as we said. Right now, we're going to close it out with two themes, however. Right now, Justin's going to close us out with one theme, and then... uh, I will have another theme to close this out with. So let me play my theme real quick, Howard, and then Justin will get to your theme if we have time. Folks, as we said, we do want to thank, of course, all of our panelists tonight. With that said, Howard, we will talk to you tomorrow night, Howard, here on uh, Revolution. So for now, for the human suplex machine, for, of course, the heartbreak, or excuse me, for the soul man, Justin Lewis, for the King of Clubs, for Patel, and for Mr. Excuse me, WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. This is the Iceman saying good night, Howard. From Revolution, however, we will talk to you again tomorrow night on what will be a very emotional night, however, and a very good night tomorrow night. I shouldn't say emotional. It will be a very...
unique night, let's just say, in Greensboro. So until then, we bid you adieu and say goodnight to you, as now we will close out with the first of our two themes right now. Uh, Justin, if you want to cue your theme up here in a second, actually, uh, how long is your uh, thing, real quick, if I could ask? All right, actually, it's a Christmas song. Um, it's, um, it's, um, it's not that long. It's um, the name of the song I'm going to close out with is called Backdoor Santa. Santa. Okay, uh, let's see. Well, who who sings it? Clarence Carter. Oh, okay. Let me just check something real quick here, if you don't mind. Uh, okay, let me just test it here real quick. Hold on it. Okay, uh, by now, actually, uh, right now, we will play that in just a second. So, folks, we will play that here in just a few minutes. We're going to go with my first theme, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a Christmas tune, but we'll play it later. Here we go as we are ready to uh, bid you the first of our two songs here tonight on our revolution. So here we go with the first of our two. Ready? Hold on, it's almost done. Oh.
Take care, everyone, and we'll see you soon here on the TalkShoe Radio Network. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.